0: Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble!
3: Well, I'm tired, folks. Yes, and we've only just begun. But last night was the Christmas party. And I had a little fun. My guest this evening, Eric, he was there last night. Oh, yeah. And I find myself now questioning, not necessarily my behavior, I think I was fine. By the way, this is really the only Christmas music I like.
1: Trans Siberian Orchestra.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, now, now I'm lying. I mean, I am also a sucker for some of that pop crap. A little Mariah Carey sprinkled yeah. in. No. no. A little Wham. You don't like George no. Michael? No. Do no. no. you like this?
1: I, I do. I love Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah,
3: they're good. It is uh, epic, and they're worth seeing. Have you seen them? Why? No. They're very much worth seeing.
1: Yeah.
3: Epic, epic show. But you know, last night I—I uh, I think I had like one or two drinks too many because I woke up with a splitting headache this mm. morning, and I tried to tough it out. Went to the cryo chamber, and you know, it helped a little bit. I didn't—I I mean, it's great for muscle soreness and when I've been working out. I've never tried it for a hangover and. It seemed to be all right, and
1: yeah, I don't. I don't know that there's any cure for a hangover.
3: No, not really. Other than hydration and sleep. Yeah. So I slept in more than usual today. It's just. I mean, it's almost like a annual tradition to get sloshed at the Christmas party. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that bad. I've been. On, I've been worse, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's something about wine these days that it, I just get going with it. Like I can keep going with wine. It's not as dangerous
1: as liquor, not by any means. I don't don't know. Well, alcohol's alcohol. Well, yeah. I think I think because you don't think it's as dangerous, you can take a little, use a little, drink a little more, right, and and not realize how messed up you're getting.
3: It's true. It's very true. And I don't I don't know. I hope I'm not becoming like a a basic white woman drinking all this wine (laughs) over here. But I My tongue was purple I felt good It's funny how different Does different alcohol Affect you differently Now scientists do say Alcohol is alcohol is alcohol Like It depends on the amount And how fast But Whether that alcohol Comes in the form of tequila Or whiskey Or vodka Or gin Or wine Or beer It's Alcohol Operates the same But for some reason It seems like people Would say like Tequila makes me A little crazier than say wine.
1: I've never, I've never been that way. Yeah, I just get slow and happy. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it's it. It doesn't matter what it is. It just. But for me, it. I don't really like the taste of it. Anyway, like I, I cannot drink wine. Okay. It, it, that is just horrible.
3: I mean, tequila has always been like the closer coming off sort of drink. Yeah. No, and not, I'm not handing it out. But when it's being handed out, it's usually that sort of setting where it's like, okay, people are getting a little nuts here. (laughs) Um, And I'm not necessarily talking about sexy time, folks. I mean, just in general, you're at the beach, you're partying. Tequila is a little crazy for some reason. Vodka makes me feel numb, like really, my face feels numb. Vodka and rum. Uh, Whiskey, I like. Whiskey makes me feel warm. Mm-hmm. I like a good bourbon or Irish whiskey.
1: See, I, I, me and Emily have had this conversation. I don't, I don't like to drink. Oh, right, right, right. I, I love to get drunk, but I don't like to drink. So you, do, I, okay. I, I, I am not. I, if I'm going to drink, I'm going, I'm going to go for it. Sure, but no bigger, go home. I can't, I can't do that all the time. Ha- have a beer with dinner, oh. or. You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It depends. It's once a year or twice a year, you know, just get sloshed. Sure. Is what is my... I think
3: it's good for you. I, I mean, for folks who are, you know, raging alcoholics, no, it's not good know. for you. But I think every once in a while, especially if you do it in a safe setting and in a safe way, uh, getting really messed up drunk is sort of like a, a reset button. And you might do an embarrassing thing or two. I mean, and sometimes you don't. In my case, you say you get just kind of slower and happy. Yeah. I I rarely have gotten angry, but I do get sleepy. When you know I've had too much, I start falling asleep all over the place. Hmm. And not even knowing it. It's dangerous. Like, I can't handle it. So...
1: Yeah. No, I've never...
3: Spears never done that to me, but I get oh man, I I just fall asleep wherever. I've fallen asleep mid sentence. People have told me, <laughs> like I won't even remember what I'm doing, and I'll, fall, I'll just pass out. And it's it's not a good quality. Yeah. So I've I also have cut back, and there's something about alcohol. It truly is a depressant. You know, I was I drank enough last night. I started reading about it today, and it can certainly be dangerous. Drunk driving's idiotic. Uh, a lot of people have done it, a lot of people do it, especially over the legal limit, but it's not smart. You could ruin your life, somebody else's life. But I, all these things said, all the dangers of alcohol, how bad it makes you feel not just physically, like, oh, I got a headache. It really does affect my, like, mood. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, actually, a little bout of depression. I'm like, hmm, the world's sad. I'm sad. Ah. And it made me, though, rethink, because I'm not sure about this thinking about shaving the mustache tomorrow morning. Shaving all the facial hair. Going clean baby face. I'm feeling like a like a villain over here with my soul patch and my mustache.
1: I don't I don't know. I've gotten used to it, so I can't right. Yeah, I like to keep people on their toes though, yeah. especially
3: the radio audience. I mean, it's hard to keep up with this audience, Eric. Yeah. This radio audience is incredibly good looking as far as radio audiences go. I mean, just look at them. remarkable crowd. I mean, people sometimes are down on the South and down on Alabama, but we have some good-looking people here, Mm -hmm. especially people who listen to News Talk and to the Joy Clark Radio Hour. And it's, uh, I mean, you and I are are not ugly by any means. We're good-looking men.
1: I've been told I'm a good-looking
3: man. Yeah, I've been told that as well, though apparently I'm a big critic of myself. Uh, Again, though, folks, I've been reading up on alcohol. And these are the weird things I think about when I've uh, had a night of debauchery. And I got reading about uh, the Prohibition era. Even though alcohol has all these risks, Prohibition is idiotic. It didn't work out very well. Yeah. It uh, well, it led to a lot of creative ways though, around the law. And this is my point on a lot of the laws when I talk politics and try to just bring it down. Not a particular issue. But, my general approach to laws is they need to be absolutely necessary, like to so if somebody's killing somebody or punching somebody or you know hurting them, defrauding them. Okay, we need some people who are ready to be violent to stop that sort of violence. right. That's my general approach. But say somebody is uh, drinking too much. now, are they about to hurt somebody else? Then you stop them, or you punish them for hurting somebody else. But somebody can drink and have a good old time. And to just say, no, you can't drink at all like we did during the era of prohibition, it leads to a lot of people ready to break the law. It makes people think the rule of law is ridiculous and full Mm -hmm. of crap. And one of the most creative ways I, i read about today is winemakers. Because apparently growing... Grapes and vineyards are very time sensitive. That if winemakers and when prohibition started, it pulled up their vineyards, some did, and they planted orchards, especially out in California. But others kind of realized hmm, if we pull up and then prohibition gets repealed, then. Well, it'll be 10 years before we actually grow proper grapes again for yeah. wine. So how do we get around this? Because there were all these laws in place. And you couldn't even sell grapes to people. It's not even wine yet. You can't sell grapes or grape juice to people knowing they're going to try to make wine out of those grapes or that grape juice. So you can't even, like, if you had foreknowledge. But one company and a few other, a few of the vineyards got around it. by They did these things called Wine Bricks. So it's essentially a way that it's like a condensed form of, like, grapes or something like that. And you dissolve it in water, and then you let it sit at a certain temperature of, like, 20-something days, and you have wine. Mm -hmm. And that was illegal, though, of course, to show people that. What is it? The Volstead Act stipulated that grape growers themselves could make juice and juice concentrate only if those products were used for non-alcoholic consumption. So you can still make non-alcoholic wine, and that wine could theoretically be turned into alcohol by consumers. As long as on the package, this concentrate, there is a label saying it's illegal. So these wine bricks were sold, and what they did is saying you cannot do this. And they would go step by step how to make wine out of this brick. But it would be a warning of don't you dare do this, it's illegal. Though it's like a recipe on the back it was brilliant <laughs> and it's this and this is my point about how stupid the laws can be it's they half the time they don't even make sense like there are a bunch of old laws probably on the books here in Alabama that nobody enforces because you forget about them and then you yeah. you look them up and you're like what the hell is that you can't sell peanuts on a sunday or something
1: i don't know it's that that's like that uh what was it that snowball thing yeah the other week yeah. Yeah, they' go to throw snowballs and wherever it was. And a little stores? kid yeah. went to the,
3: the town board or the city <laughs> council and, and made the case. To, and I just uh, I, I can't believe this country actually, for nearly a decade or over a decade, about, didn't allow the sale of alcohol. is remarkable, and it led to massive organized crime, mm-hmm. more crime. Uh, and also made things more dangerous. So, like, okay, you can't go to a store and buy whiskey. So you get your your bathtub cocktails, and you don't know what's in it. And what Prohibition did, apparently, is it made Americans have more of a taste for the stronger stuff. So instead of beer and wine, Americans ended up with drinking whiskey.
1: White lightning.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that white lightning. we got some... Bootleggers, we invented NASCAR because of this. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that's a blessing or a curse, it's a blessing. (laughs) It's fun. I don't, I can't watch NASCAR on television, but I could go to it. That's fun. I don't know if it holds a candle to IndyCar racing, but that's another topic for another day. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, it created this legacy in this country where I think everybody went, "Mm, we can't do that. We shouldn't do that. It was a little too heavy handed, though maybe well intentioned. And I don't know, I'm just, I'm saying all this out of the, out of a hangover, out of the sort of bumbling, stumbling shadows of a hangover. I'm like, yeah, it's not good for you, but it's still fun. Occasionally, you got to do something that's not good for you.
1: Yeah. You got to, you got to live a little bit. Yeah. You can't, I mean. You got to take some risks. It's like, if it were up to me, we wouldn't have speed limits. Yeah? Yeah. I agree. Nobody ever abides by them. Right. It's, I mean, and the, the, some of the laws that we have governing the roads that make sense, people don't follow. I mean, you know, left lanes for passing only and right. that kind of stuff. And Well,
3: but when somebody's in the left lane and they're going slow as hell, I'm passing them on the right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Or the worst is when there's just two cars taking up both lanes and they're taking their sweet-ass time. Yep. It's just, it's annoying. But, yeah, there's just too many laws on the books. That's my theme. Too many laws on the books. I think we could get rid of a lot of them. And, if, and here's what would happen. A few people would be upset. Like, few special interests would be mad. And what's happened is there are enough little special interests that they all work together in one way or another. Yeah. They've raised enough hell, so... I mean, for instance, I think you could make a good case to a lot of the people in the state of Alabama, uh, we don't need the state being in the liquor business. It could be a complete free market. But there would be a lot of people who currently own the property and work at the ABC stores,
1: yeah.
3: uh, have those leases, these sort of things, would be very upset. So it, does, it hurts them, in a way but should they be able to do that i don't know
1: you know that was a weird thing that i found out and it was only you know i don't know the last few years or so that you know i didn't realize that every state had an abc store i didn't i didn't know that i thought you know everybody bought from the state with right liquor i didn't realize there were other places and other states. And. Right. It, well, it's funny that,
3: like, Alabama is known, especially in the era of Prohibition, Alabama was known for being a very, very dry state. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the old saying is Baptists and bootleggers. The Baptists don't want drinking because it's against their morality and against God's will, and the bootleggers uh, want Prohibition because it means they make money.
1: Yeah.
3: So it was this weird coalition, unintended coalition, and Alabama was known for being on at least in the public face of things pretty stringent about no drinking. We still have some dry counties,
1: don't we? I believe so. I think so. Pretty sure.
3: Yeah, I one I was coming back from a Alabama game up in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. And stopped in one county near there and went to go buy like a a beer or something and uh, they're like you can't do that. I'm like what? Yeah. Not on a Sunday, man. Like okay. It's just stuff like that that yeah. makes me go, okay,
1: interesting. You know, that that whole Sunday thing has always gotten me. I mean, you know, now where I live, Elmore County, you can buy on Sunday. In Montgomery, you can buy on Sunday. I just, Man. I don't, <clears throat> I, I never understood that. Yeah, it's. it. I mean, I understood why people thought they needed to do that. But one day out of the week, you, you can't buy it. Especially so, when it's like right there.
3: Yeah. And like you have a cash register. There's the beer. I have money. Let's make this happen. <laughs> like, you're telling me I gotta wait. If it had been a few hours before or a few hours later, it's all cool. we yeah. do this transaction. But now we gotta w- It's laws like that that maybe go, huh. Like, you're- what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um. By the way, I got a message from uh, Mr. Spotlow. My question about removing the mustache? Mm-hmm. He says, shave it off, but leave the soul patch. I don't know about that.
1: You know, I did that for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. In my younger years. Just a soul patch? Yeah.
3: How did that work for you?
1: You know, I didn't realize how bad it looks until I got older. And look at pictures from back then. And I'm like... (laughs) Why Why is the squirrel attached to the bottom lip of my
3: face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm highly self-critical. And, no, it's funny is I'll go look at old photos and I go, oh, I don't look that bad. But, it, like, the photos taken last night, and I'm not even talking about the ones where I'm a little drunk in them. But, like, even when I'm sober at the beginning of the party, I'm very... I hate photos of myself. It's kind of like folks have told me who come on the radio and listen back to the podcast. Can't I don't like the sound of my voice. And it first started that way with me. Yeah. Like I, and then I got used to it. I now love the sound of my own voice. Humbly, I'm humble though about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, so Seth's saying, lose the stash, keep the patch. That's his text verbatim. And I'm now getting a, a message from your lovely fiance. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Emily says, you'll throw off the groomsman beard trend. All y'all have. Beards or some kind of facial hair?
1: No, no, they don't. She's, She's just, wrong about this. She just looked at Nick today. He doesn't have any facial hair. Okay, I mean, so he's uh, clean shaven From well, he's he's clean shaven. He's got sideburns. All of that. but it's sideburns don't. Really yeah, care. it's not
3: really. Well, I mean, if they were mutton chops, then that's facial hair.
1: He used to. Mm. They're, they're cleaned up now. Are they coming back? The mutton chops? I don't know. Yeah. I think we should. I, I used to have some pretty gnarly mutton chops.
3: Yeah, you can actually grow a beard. And here's... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, and I'm. this is why you should have joined us, Emily. You should have joined <laughs> me in my tired state. Folks, I'm getting... No, She's saying no! All caps! She's yelling via text. Massive sideburns like Elvis! Goodness, Emily. My goodness. <sighs> well, in other news, I think I'm going to shave it. And I'll post a photo and everything. I'll look good. Yeah. I'll, I'll try at least to look good. My funky Polish nose. But uh, also, folks, when I'm tired and hungover, I get even more neurotic and self conscious and insecure. But here's some other news a way to class up the joint. Like, or you know, maybe you're having Christmas get togethers. And for those of you out there, you know, maybe you're doing a brunch or a late lunch or a dinner or something on Christmas, Christmas Eve, the family's coming around, family, friends. Here's a way to really class up the joint. you like the smell of KFC?
1: It's alright. <laughs>
3: it's okay. you like the smell of fried chicken? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Well, they're now selling a KFC, Colonel Sanders, branded fire log. You throw in the fireplace... And it makes the house smell like fried chicken, in particular KFC's eleven herbs and spices fire log.
1: Hell no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Who comes up with this crap? <laughs> I could just I could just imagine you burning that and towards the end of it going out it starts to smell like the three-week-old fryer grease. Well, I'll give them a free plug. Shoppers can buy this is
3: from Business Insider. The Fire Logs for eighteen ninety nine at 99 at kfcfirelogs.com. I'm amazed that URL wasn't already taken. Wow. Okay, here's what it says. At KFC, we are always we have always been proud of our role in bringing loved ones together at the dinner table around a bucket of our world-famous fried chicken. This is from Andrea Zahuming is, that is she
1: Russian sounds Russian sounds Russian
3: now this winter we're bringing all the things we love family friends and fried chicken together around the fire with our scented fire log no you know selling is hard it really is difficult I feel like I'm getting better at it here on the radio like selling a given product whether it's Four Healthy Pets or Eddie Bader and his real estate services being your buyer's agent. We're talking about infusion and doing the cryo chamber and all that. But if... Uh, I would take this challenge if KFC came to me right now and said... Or it doesn't have to be KFC, it could be any company. And they said, Joey, we want you to sell our scented log. <laughs> i mean, like, that seems like a bit of a challenge. <laughs> challenge accepted. What does it smell like, number one? Yeah. I mean... Pine scented log wouldn't be bad. Make it smell like Christmas. Yeah. That's That's what what the tree is for, though. But that's what's happened at our place. We don't have room for a tree. Yeah. We seriously, we kind of cut, myself and the roommates cut square footage in half and only lost one roommate, my brother. So there's still like boxes and records and stuff filling up the front room. Yeah. Like we don't have any room for a tree. So we went the Bachelor. Poor man's route, and we got a scented man candle. Smells like Christmas.
1: Hmm.
3: It works. I woke up and I was like, oh, what's that Christmas smell? And my roommate Jonathan and you got a candle. It's not quite the same. Um, Yeah. Trying to think what else should be a scented log. Hmm. Cinnamon rolls. That could be good. It's a fun smell. Bacon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you shouldn't. I feel like that's just, like, disappointment waiting to happen. You walk in the house, and you smell KFC, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. I can eat some fried chicken. And then where is it? Oh, it's the log in the fireplace. No. <laughs> well, apparently, in
3: 2016, KFC gave out 3,000 free bottles of Colonel Sanders Extra crispy Sunscreen. The sunscreen smelled like fried chicken. What? And then it quickly sold out. No, and this is... They're brilliant. They're brilliant branding. They have... I love their commercials with all the different actors they've had playing Carl Sanders. Yeah. They And then they do these little novelty gifts or products, and they're like collector's items. They're stupid, but they sell out pretty quick.
1: Yeah, that's... I don't know. Uh. I mean, it's cool. And, you know, it's, that's, like like you said, branding, and that's great publicity, but... Yeah, I mean, there's
3: just some smells... Like, when I walk into, say, a McDonald's... Sorry, McDonald's. I don't want that smell in my house. <laughs> no. Like, I've worked places, like the donut shop, even, where after you work a graveyard sh- shift at a donut shop, you are... Uh, you don't want any sugar at all. And you just smell, like, over-the-top... Like, glaze concentrate. Make a throw up. It's gross. I can't eat donuts.
1: Sugar's my kryptonite, though. It's, yeah? You know, the best, the, the best smell for me, food-wise, hmm. is pulling up to the window at Brewster's. Some ice cream? Yeah. Ooh. Just the smell wafting out of that window. is just...
3: I got to talk to you about cheat meal. Because I try to, and I've—I mean, I'm off whatever hell nutrition diet I've been doing, in the last since Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's been bad. It's like it's the holidays. Screw it. I'm eating what I want. <laughs> now, I'm gonna work out extra hard, but it doesn't really work that way, Joey. You can't eat whatever you want and work out extra hard, and you're still gonna gain weight, especially when what I go to is not good for you, but it tastes so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm the guy who spent thirty-something bucks on just cheese for my mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. I'd, I'd go above and beyond. It's like you saying with drinking.
1: Yeah. What what, what cheese was this that you...
3: Uh, what was it? Some, some truffle goat cheese in the bechamel, in the cheese sauce. Some uh, Cabot New York Reserve cheddar. Uh, what else? So some Boar's Head 1,000-day Canadian-aged cheddar. So because it's a thousand day, it gets those little salt crystals yeah. in it, and so it's got a parmesan tang to it along with the smooth cheddar mm. of nature. Oh, it was good, man! Some you know, all sorts of cheese. A uh, gouda. I also use some gouda for extra gooiness. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was a hit. My uncle demanded this become a tradition at Thanksgiving. I make this mac and oh, that's
1: cheese. That's cool. So it sounds good.
3: It was good. It was it was delicious. But mac and cheese is a cheap meal I'll go t- towards, and then sometimes it'll be like I'm eating sweets all day. Yeah. Like, Little little Chocolate Donuts. It's like the... What is that old SNL commercial, John Belushi? I
1: don't know it.
3: Oh, where he wins, like, a triathlon or... Not a triathlon, the decathlon. Where he's, like, doing the shot put and the pole jump or whatever. And he's like, people ask me, what have... Let's see if I can look it up. I might as well just look it up. Little Chocolate Donuts. YouTube... Yeah, it's a classic John Belushi. Yeah,
1: no. A uh, little chocolate
3: donuts, SNL. Come on. There it is. Yes. Excuse me, there's an ad playing. Because now we're just going to put ads everywhere all over the internet. You know, it's one thing for, like, YouTube. I get it. I'm about to watch a video. But when 40 freaking pop-up ads pop up on a website. Anyway. John Belushi is on his way to a goal in the cathlon. They're setting the bar at seven feet. Here's his approach. <laughs> and he got it. What a great edit there. <laughs> yeah. won the gold. Now he's sprinting. Now he's, for the record. he's making his move. They're on the final turn. He's kicking it in. He's got it. Swiss he's timing. <laughs> the Unbelievable. What a day for John
1: Belushi. With I done a lot of miles training for that day, and I have downed a lot of donuts. Little chocolate donuts. I'm
3: smoking a cigarette. Tastes good,
1: and they've got the sugar I need to get me going in the morning. That's why Little Chocolate Donuts have been on my training table since I was a kid.
0: <laughs>
3: little Chocolate Donuts, the donuts of champions.
1: <laughs> uh, see, It's, I don't
3: know. I was actually reading something earlier today. We'll have to hit a break here, Simon. But I was reading something earlier today about why Americans are, like, what they call the obesity epidemic. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think shaming people about being overweight is kind of a dumb approach. Unless you're shaming yourself. But you don't want to go too far with that. Uh, because some folks are just bigger than others. And some folks have, like, I have a cousin, I think, thyroid stuff. I don't know. Like yeah. there's stuff out there, uh, but the major trend because it's not it's not just a certain groups. It's everybody in the United States it is just heavier, yeah. and it's easier to get heavier without even thinking about it. Even if you work out I and mean, you kind of watch, you, you still probably pack on pounds, especially compared to say people 50 years ago. Oh yeah, who don't even th- didn't think about it that much. And they said the i and I tend to think this because it helped me is the amount of sugar we eat is over the top
1: yeah no i uh I don't know if I ever told you that there was a Netflix show about sugar and and diet and all that kind of stuff, and it was like a four part series or whatever, but <clears throat> they uh did a, a study um Aborigines in Australia hm. Mm. Who were living modern housing and I guess what you could say a modern diet uh fast food and processed all that stuff and whatever right had high cholesterol, heart disease, diabetes, and all that stuff, and they did a study, went took some of them and had them go back onto their what native diet or whatever sure. Diabetes, cholesterol, all that's gone, normal. Wow. Yeah. And it's its one of those things, it's like, we can't escape processed foods.
3: Well, and you can't escape, like, talking about special interests and lobbying mm-hmm. and, like, the laws. You can't escape corn. No. And I worry, I'm, I know some, I've met some farmers, especially growing up here in Alabama. I get that it's a very tough business and there's a history of why they get supported, but, uh, my goodness, man. Like there's number one high fructose corn syrup in everything. Well, I mean
1: corn's everywhere. It's I in mean, everything. Food, sugar, gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> even our gas. Yeah. yeah. Ethanol. Yep. And uh, man, it's
3: like uh I'm thinking though too, like you go get a big piece of beef. Most of that's been corn fed. Yeah. Most yeah, most of our meat we even is fed by corn. Uh so you can, and you got to pay premium a little bit extra if you want grass fed. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's like how much, how, like things that you don't even realize. Like it's not even that sweet. There's corn syrup in it. Yeah, like how? It's frustrating, and confusing. Yeah, but I, I can't get over the little chocolate donuts. I'll just eat. Yeah, I'll eat a whole box that's of them in a
1: sitting powdered donuts. I, I prefer the powdered.
3: Oh, I like those too. Yeah. I was a pretty basic bro. Or again, maybe I'm, I'm turning into a woman with my long hair and my <laughs> wine obsession. Uh, if I had added a scented candle to my Dirty Santa gift last night and some bubble bath mix, it mm-hmm. would have been like a, a lonely lady starter kit. It would have been perfect. Or just the cranky wife starter kit.
1: Single mom's night out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> the little the little bathing cap too. Yeah, yeah and, and we'll throw in a cat too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually see the charm of those things. I don't do it. Yeah. You know, I don't see the point of bathing. I mean I take showers. But every time I take a bath, unless it's like an Epsom salt bath, yeah you know, feel better with the mo- I don't feel clean after a bath.
1: I'm six two two 260 pounds. I cannot I don't fit into a regular tub. No. Like, if I get leg cramps, I can take an Epsom salt bath. Right. That works fine.
3: Yeah. But, yeah, normal, especially a, a bath that's like your standard one with the shower where you yeah. don't really just stand. Yeah. I mean, I've, my, well, my folks used to have this
0: huge
3: claw tub. Mm-hmm. I think it was awesome. I can see why somebody get lost in mm-hmm. that. But, uh, I don't know. It's just a little too much. Yeah. Uh, a bath. Anyway, I'm tired. Getting off subject here. Did we have a subject? No, we don't have a subject. <laughs> well, it's it's alcohol, folks, and stupid laws. Yeah, mm, we have too many stupid laws for the roads. Too many stupid laws for special interests. Corn is in everything. Prohibition was stupid. My theme is stupidity, and I'm going to shave my mustache.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is not stupid.
3: No, I think that's a good plan.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I just
3: I saw a picture of myself, and I'm like from afar. I look ratty. I think up close, it's not bad,
1: but uh, uh, it looks fine to me. Yeah.
3: See, like I said, I'm also incredibly neurotic and insecure, especially yeah. after I've been a little hungover. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens. When I wake up tomorrow morning, I'll be refreshed. I'll try to figure out what I'm gonna do with my face. It'll be a new day. It'll be a new day. We'll be right back folks.
2: joey clark joey clark
3: now we're coming back into a song found by Eric here. Yes. I like that kick drum. It's new Tom Morelli.
0: Send my truth to the wind. I'm no priest, I'm no prophet. I only came for your sin. It's
3: good stuff.
2: Do me wrong.
3: Um, for reasons I'm not going to go into, I I think I told you last night. I get a, it's not the alcohol, folks, but I'm dealing with a little bit of a heavy heart. Yeah. Holidays are always tough for me, and have been the last few years. But yeah, when love life's going south, it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. But I'm not going to bore you with that, folks. But that song, like, and if you recognize the voice, folks, Marcus Mumford, Mumford and Sons, good stuff.
1: Yeah. Good fun. I don't know how I stumbled across this. I mean, it's just random play, whatever. But like the whole album, I love. And I I don't know. I I haven't even researched when it came out or whatever. But it's good <clears throat> stuff.
3: It's really good yeah. stuff. But uh, here, let's go to the phones. Let's not leave Marianne hanging out too long. How are you doing? Hey. I'm
2: doing okay. Because Joey, you know I love you. Well, thank you, Marianne. And Eric, I love you too. Well, I love you, too. And I love Emily or Amy or Bridget or whatever <laughs> she's called on the morning show. Bless her heart. God, Ugh. I hope she doesn't have an identity crisis, especially after she gets married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Joey, yes. listen to me, honey. Okay, because you graduated with my son, Michael. Okay? Yes, I did. Yeah, uh, and you've seen him just in the last two weeks. Yeah, I was and a little surprised didn't. to see him. And you didn't know he was here, okay? Yeah. Uh, but, Joey, honey, you just turned 30, all right? I did. Now, I am licensed by the state of Alabama from one end of this state to the other to cut your hair. And when Michael told me about delivering that pizza, mm-hmm. um, honey, he said, and my hair is down halfway down my back. I don't wear my hair short. And it's going great. Mm-hmm. And the reason I don't is because of Dolly Parton. Okay. That's a good and that's a good role model. I saw I know, I saw an interview with her and Regis Billbroom while Mike you and Mike were growing up. Okay. And in it Regis was asking, How much does it cost to take care of your hair and your makeup? And she and she flat out told him, she said, Well, you know, it costs a lot of money to look cheap. <laughs> I decided to quit spending my money. But I'm also licensed to cut hair. When I went, to, when I graduated high school, okay, and I'm old enough to be your mama, um, I when I it was the first year after I graduated. I've cut hair for 42 years now. Okay. Okay. I want you to rethink. I want you to put this decision off. I'm going to tell you that right now. I want you to put it off. I'm Mike, Mike told you when you answered. My mom, Mike, had to listen to you, too, while he was here with me. Sure. Okay? I know it's torture, <laughs> Michael. but. Well, he <laughs> got over it. Okay. <laughs> but in the meantime, I also know that you're not that far from me. But in the meantime, if I hear you're going to cut all this off, I want to know about this. Well,
3: I'm not cutting off my my hair on my head. I'm talking about my face.
2: I don't care if it's facial hair, too. Because the biggest part that I don't understand is how a man can shave his hair bald and still grow it down around his chin. I'm like why don't glad you, get you the said chin. Out?
3: <laughs> I am glad you said chin.
2: Okay. I mean I don't understand that theory. I'm serious, guys. I really I do- I don't like the look. I like a guy with hair. Well I you have know? plenty of
3: it. But I'm just thinking of really? being clean shaven, you know, for the holidays. And one.
2: I can mm-hmm. understand that. But let me tell you, when I started cutting hair was when it was okay for the guys to go get their hair styled. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you don't have to wear your hair short. There's nothing wrong. I don't care who you are. I like even an African-American guy who has a long hair. right, Or has a hairstyle. So you're saying you I should I mean? get
3: I should get my hair braided?
2: Well, have you tried it?
3: No, but I could I, I could rock some. I don't want to be accused I of have. cultural appropriation though
2: it's okay like, but how dare you wrong. be racist not, by
3: emulating me
2: if I'm no if I'm not mistaken, yours is long, and if I'm not Very. mistaken Mr. Scott say Scott Mr. Scott wears his braided.
3: no, no
2: his, no he, his wears just, he just wears a ponytail okay let me ask let me tell you this just find someone who will do you one braid down the back which is okay. what I, I've done. Okay. I love it. I just can't braid hair. My grandmother... That's why I need she, her hair. Her hair was braided. <laughs> she. And the only reason I'm saying that, she was 86 years old when she died, and I was 19. Mm. And the last time she got a haircut, she was 10. Wow. But she always wore it one braid down the back and pinned up. The only reason I'm saying don't pin it up, but just try, if you can there's a girl. There, women out here know how to braid hair, honey.
3: Okay. Well, this is now. I have another reason to get a
2: girlfriend. No, you that's just need probably to like the main of- <laughs> thought. <laughs> hey, check in with Dan's uh, his hair stylist. Okay. Say, Dan, does she know how to braid hair? I just sure want to go in and try it one time.
3: Okay. Okay. I hear you, Marianne. I got it. I've got other people on the line here, so I got to go. All right, but, but I, I love
2: you, Joey. Love okay. You too.
3: I'm listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I feel like, I, like, my, like a mom just chastised yeah. me. Like, that's weird. It's like a blast from the past. It's like a high school mom. Because they stick
1: together for the most part. Yardstick, waving at you. You better not. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's saying
3: don't cut the hair. Right, don't cut the hair. I want you to look like a dirty hippie.
1: <laughs>
3: anyway, let's go back to the phones. Who's this here on there? Hey, Joey, how you doing? This is John. Hey, John, how are you? I'm a little tired, honestly, John.
0: I bet. You've been there all day. Right. But, uh, what you were talking about, uh, I know you were being funny when you said it, when you were talking about the braids with the hair and the racial appropriation and everything. Sure. But, uh, I got a fun fact for you with that. All right. Um, actually that the braiding with the hair that, uh actually did originate with the Caucasian race and with the blonde, with the blonde, it did, um. The men in war tribes in Switzerland back in, I forget why I read it, and, I, and, you know, it could have been a comical thing, but I remember reading it. But the men in Switzerland, before they would go to war, would braid their hair. And when they were asked why they would braid their hair, they'd say so it wouldn't get in their face and so it wouldn't get pulled and, be, you know, it wouldn't be able to get grasped as easy. Okay. And uh, they would, and when the war was over or when the battle was over, whichever one they were doing, they would unbraid their hair and celebrate by cutting. Interesting. Hmm. Cutting their hair? Okay. Uh huh. They All would right. they would unbraid their hair and then they would cut their hair. It was okay. uh, considered yeah. a celebration. Wow. That's cool. That's awesome actually.
3: I to, I'm going yeah. to look up that story some more. I want more deets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I come across it on Google because I was watching mm. Game of Thrones and I noticed they had their hair braided, you know. The, right. And then I'd seen something about it before, so I just wanted to follow the roots of the braiding of the hair. Well, awesome.
3: I appreciate you sharing that, man. Thank you, John. Thank oh, you for listening. Oh, You're one of the m- more loyal listeners. I appreciate
0: it. Oh, yeah. I always. Hey, six to seven, I'm here.
3: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Even on nights where I'm tired.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I like the show. I mean, because it's got something that's interest. Yeah, I... it, it, it it really beats. It gets us to politics, and we actually talk about the real world for a while and life for a while, and it you know it's it, it's sort of a break from everything else.
3: Amen. That's what I'm. I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. But I, I appreciate the call, man. Appreciate you listening, and all also no appreciate. Y'all have
0: the... a good night.
3: Uh, you to vote a confidence about braiding it. Yeah. Actually, when I was up in DC, uh, somebody's wife who was a little too handsy. Like, you know, when somebody's married. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, they bumped into you or they gave you a tight hug. That's, you know, some people like to hug. Yeah. No, she was like handsy, like hands all over me. Like, it was weird. And then she's like, I love your hair. And she like, can I braid it? I'm like, sure. And it felt good. But like, then it also was weird. It's like, I know who your husband is. Stop <laughs> touching my stomach. Like, stop touching my back. And, like, it was weird.
1: That's funny. Like, the second night we hung out was Seth's birthday party Yeah. In February this year. And <laughs> Robin, who loves beards, braided my beard. Right. Yeah. Was she handsy, too? She was very affirmative yeah. with with the beard.
2: <laughs>
3: Well, No, and there is a clear double standard with men and women. I'm not knocking the double standard. It just is a standard. Oh, yeah. Like, women are much more free to come up and just molest any dude.
1: I'd have got slapped if I'd have messed with her beard. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have a beard. That's a joke. (laughs) Yeah,
3: well, I mean, there are some women who start getting that. I'm not saying she does, but some people start getting that peach fuzz up top. It's like, whatever. It's fine.
1: So I didn't show some character. I knew a girl who who had a mustache. Really, and high, it was blonde though. So you couldn't, unless you like were staring at her, then <laughs> you didn't notice. Yeah, I was about to say, but, did she join the circus or something? No, she was. She was. Speaking I,
3: yeah. of the the favorite in the Miss Universe pageant, because I know we're both very interested in this.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the favorite of the Miss Universe pageant. Is Miss Spain and Miss Spain used to be a dude. Really? Now, I will say this if nobody told you Miss Spain used to be a dude and you just looked at a photo quickly, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. Looks like a woman.
1: So she's got like the bullfighter's handlebar mustache? No. um, Yeah. You know, it's that. I don't even care. Uh, No, I don't really care. It's just interesting. Well, it just, that that makes me think about the way people are, you know? Right, and it's like, what takes you to that place?
3: Now, I saw other photos, and Miss Spain has a sizable Adam's apple.
1: Yeah.
3: And kind of has a gait, like a walk, that is uh, somewhat mannish.
1: Yeah. She's not tall. She's lanky. Yeah,
3: but then, I mean, there is how people are. That's a great way to put it. There are some women who are kind of mannish, and some men yeah. that are a little more dainty and feminine, Yep. so to speak. I mean, I'm not exactly a man's man. Like, I'm not a big, burly dude. Uh, well. I'm, I, I'm kind of a... I'm definitely a dude. Yeah. Like, with the stuff I like and what I talk about,
1: but... I don't know. Well, I you could say that. I mean, people could look at me and see that I work with my hands. Sure. And look at you and see that you work with a microphone. That's true.
3: Though my hands these days, man, I need a new. This will be. This is a fun way to end the show. I need a new yoga mat because so I have a wood floor. But like my hands, because I've been doing it so often, are like calloused in certain points. Yeah. Like My knuckles, in particular, are calloused up. It's weird. Where's yeah? Like right there. Wow. Now. Like doing all those twisting lunges and crap. And Wearing
1: holes in your yoga mat?
3: Yeah, actually, I am. <laughs> um, it works. It works. I'm going to get them as a sponsor. It'll be yeah. in one, a New Year's resolution. Get Diamond Dallas Page on the show. He's got a new book coming out in January. It'll be fun. That would be cool. Yeah, I think it could work. Yeah. I think it could work. So, what have we covered tonight? We've covered... uh, We both love Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. Uh, Occasionally, one should just get a little slosh, a little drunk, is a way of celebrating and letting your hair down. Um, I'm probably going to shave my facial hair, go all baby face, and... uh, we talked about prohibition, prohibition. And, and wine bricks and stupid laws. Stupid laws, whether on the highways or, or what are they, Sunday blue laws? Is that what it's it's not, called? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, dry counties, we've uh, we've talked about braiding my hair on my head. Yep. Uh, we've talked about the new Tom Morello album. It's been a good night. Yeah. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. And not feel the shame. Like, I feel the shame in the morning. It's more than a headache. It's like, I feel it's that, that depression kicks in.
1: Isn't that horrible?
3: It is. Like,
1: nobody else sees it or feels it. No. It's just you put it on
3: yourself. Exactly. And I do that all the time. It's like, just, you feel terrible. And it's like, oh, what did you do? You yeah. big effing idiot. Yep. What did you do? Well, I'll be better tomorrow, folks. We've got, uh, I think, Seth's coming in. Yeah. And uh, I think Kyle Miner is joining.
1: That's what he told me. And you're welcome to hop by and it'll be a full house. Sure.
3: If you're free. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me tonight, though. Thank you for having me. I like your overalls, by the way. I didn't even comment
1: on that. Yeah, that's okay. I like the Work attire. I need to get some. I think it would be good by. They're
3: handy. Microphone.
1: Exactly. Pockets? Pockets Every You don't have to worry about your pants falling down. Don't need
3: a fanny pack.
1: Nope.